2: a Dad's Net original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. <laughs>
1: This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Welcome to a brand new episode. Hope you're okay. Hope no one has been ambushed by cake this week. Because that (laughs) is an issue that's going around. So just be really, really careful if you are out there. Remember, don't have nightmares, but do be afraid of cake. Um, It's the week that Jack Munro, the food blogger, the chef... The poverty campaigner has persuaded the Office of National Statistics to change the way it calculates inflation to take into account the food items that affect the poorest in society. So I thought based around that, I would introduce the panel this week based around the supermarket that they would be. Okay. Okay. This 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 could be divisive. You
0: you might upset me, Jim, already before we've even started.
1: Uh, looking down on the list, yes, I probably will.
3: <laughs>
1: I really, I'm gutted that Brad's not here because he'd be ShopRite And I spent at least five minutes googling South African supermarkets. <laughs> Absolutely gutted he's not here. And have you have
3: you managed to quickly Google supermarkets that aren't here anymore?
1: Yes, I, I did okay. look through. I, I mean, I spent longer <laughs> looking through uh, those. So he's he was shop right. He's now B jams. Oh. Um, no. He remembers P jams, eh? Hey, eh? <laughs> hey Classic I mean I was i thought
0: you were gonna go quick save. Another classic yeah, for yeah. me that's no longer with us, R I P quicksave.
1: <laughs> uh Brad um is shot right. Jack is in Norfolk, so he's um farm foods. Uh, hey. Nice, no, okay, yeah, hey. yeah. Or just a pile of turnips by the road, whatever. And <laughs> scrum- Sparky I scrumped one of those once. A turnip?
3: Uh, a sugar beet. Oh, right. I, uh, Jake wanted to go on a, he, he'd drawn a treasure map and he wanted to follow it. So me and him got in the car and I was like trying to figure out what the treasure was going to be. And we drove past this massive pile of sugar beets and I was like, is that the treasure? <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. we got, we got out, took one, brought it home, cooked it. <gasps> F***ing disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't think
1: you're meant to, eh? I don't. <laughs> I mean, are there many recipes for sugar beet online? Has Jack Munro done a sugar beet uh, a day?
3: So it's the the, uh, texture of beetroot. Right. With the blandness of potato Uh and the sweetness of three tablespoons of sugar. Right. (laughs) See it's real disgusting. Jack, is that where
0: the downfall of your veganism
1: began? It's like
0: I'm ready to go back to meat after this crap.
1: We trace it back to the sugar beet. Oh my goodness. Uh the supermarket that Sparky would be. Well, uh when I think of Sparky, I always think Sparky is little. So oh, no, no, it's, it's so just so little. He's no. just teeny and little. It's just teeny tiny. That's what he it
0: is. It's really small. Mate, I thought and cheap as chips, which is also <laughs>
3: Very much, absolutely. Sparking. And what counts is what's at the middle of Little.
0: Hey. Yes, exactly. I'm
1: talking about your, talking is... about
0: your heart. No. I, I, I was <laughs> thinking about
1: something else. <laughs> your heart is an angle grinder and uh... <laughs> <laughs> or soldering iron, which you bought when going to get some cheese. Uh... Genuinely did that a few weeks ago. I was going to go to Little and uh, asked my missus if she wanted anything in particular, and she just went angle grinder <laughs> like as a joke <laughs> and there was one in the middle aisle <laughs> so i took a picture and i was like there is one there it is." Uh, the supermarket that i would be i'm jim by the way hello i'd be booths because i'm northern and old-fashioned so there you go Hooray. uh we like to start off the show by doing a little game and this week it's a brand new game we've not tried out before it might be the last time we do it as well as the first time we do it you never <laughs> know uh, this is called the last time you said Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time! So how the last time you said works is I give you a phrase, a dad-related phrase. You have to tell me the last time you've ever said that, or maybe the last time you heard uh, a dad say that in your presence maybe to you maybe to someone else uh, first one hi hungry i'm dad obviously when the kid says dad i'm hungry and you have to reply hi hungry i'm dad <laughs> 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 you know
0: this is uh, prime my stepdad this is like i mean him and my mum have been broke up a while but so it's over 10 years since i've heard this but he would he would love to oh Hi, I'm Peter. Hi, hi, hungry. I'm Peter. And they, oh you like I'm Dad. Oh, it's like Oh, stop it, stop it. You know, sort of a humour he had was you'd he'd, uh you'd knock the front door and he'd open a door and go ah, oh, not today, thank you, and just cl- oh, and close yes. the door. You no, know, just close it. And you, there would be, an it would go on too long. You know, like come on, Pete, you can open a bloody door, mate. Like I, I do it three I times, think you know? me, <laughs> yes.
1: me and Peter would get on. I think I like his style. My favourite is when um, my daughter comes in and goes, how long's tea? And I go, well, it's probably about like 10 inches across <laughs> Oh, <site.">
3: <laughs> Jim.
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, and the other classic being when the, you know, when she's like being a bit pathetic and not wanting to get changed and uh, and she'll go, oh, can you put my shoes on? Well, I don't think they'll fit me, love.
0: <laughs> 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 but the thing is, you still do find yourself hilarious inside, Jim, when you say it. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Like, like, <laughs> take that one
1: <laughs> i mean i don't get many adrenaline rushes at the moment but when you get the perfect feed line from a child oh Hello? amazing you can bat that out with the uh the punch line I, uh, jack have you have you had cause to say this anytime I've,
3: I've said it once and it was the other week we were driving in the car and we've been in their ages and jake was in the back and he was getting a bit whingy because we've been in the car too long and it was really getting on my nerves and he's going, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I want something to eat. I'm hungry. And I went, I got this. All right. Nice to meet you, hungry. I'm daddy. <laughs> and he went,
1: No. Oh. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, Oh. That's, that backfired. That, <laughs> yeah, just, you angered just the beast. I was really angry at <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm going to have Oh, even at least oh, need backup. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you need backup. You don't want eye rolls all around. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> um, when was the last time you said, Ask your mother? Uh, have you had to say that any time recently, Jack? Oh. Ask your mother. Uh,
3: probably to Danny about uh, the nursery run.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Okay, I, <laughs> so, so I don't, bringing I bring in substitution. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to uh, I had to do this today, I had to uh, use this phrase because. um my daughter was uh, she tested positive this morning for covid and um so we're like uh, and i think my son's possibly on the verge of it as well so we're all in we're all going to isolate um and so so i'm testing negative at the moment so is my wife and uh, and i was making some homemade pizza for tea and my daughter came in and went oh can i help you do some kneading and i was sort of Torn between yes, because it'd be great if I didn't have to do everything, and but you've got COVID. Can you get COVID God, in pizza dough? it into the dough. That's it. Put it right and in there. At least I mean I'm kind of in the headspace that actually, if we're going to get it in this house, we might as well all get it at once and get it over and done with. So I was sort of fine with that, but I was also a bit like, well, I probably shouldn't make that decision for my <laughs> yeah, wife. As yeah, well, you know, like actually, so, yeah. no. Do you want I, COVID yeah. with your, yeah, with your okay. dinner? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of COVID sprinkled all over. Yeah, oh. lovely. So you know what um, though, Jim? Um,
0: so, Sideline though, you know, SJ's a teacher and she's been with so many kids that are, um, you know, have COVID positive And, you know, and there's been so many households in her house where, um, in her school, sorry, where the kids have got full COVID, but the parents never got it. So
1: fingers crossed for you, mate. Yeah, we've got friends like that. In fact, one of our friends, uh, one of their sons got it. She... Uh, slept in his bed a couple of nights to kind of you know keep because he was a bit ill with it he was a bit sad with it she didn't get it the other son who you know they kind of were wrestling all over each other didn't get it the dad didn't get it either it's just yeah it's yeah, so weird right. isn't it but uh, unfortunately at the moment Brad the reason he's not here is because he's he's covered in it yeah. he's got it all for over how many times for has the I sixth mean, up- time <laughs> I yeah He's, he has COVID more often than they have parties in number 10 right. down in face am I right am I right Yay! we're <laughs> too COVID great we yeah <laughs> uh, next phrase I, I, I'm not yeah, sleeping
3: sorry. as we were talking then I realised the last time I said ask your mother yeah when the kids shout from the next room wipe my bum <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm so working Ask your mum. <laughs> not there yet, man.
0: That is a time I'm afraid of. Like I'm afraid of the bum wiping. Periods. It's, it's like, fine. You just be easy.
3: It's just the. It's just the shout. Wipe my bum. <laughs> and, oh. and you walk in, and they're just there, like arse in the air <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the training videos
0: have you seen the training videos for those online where it's like the teacher's got two balloons stuck to the back of a chair <laughs> to look like a bum and then they no. get like a wet wipe and they, yeah that's how they teach that's it it's in between the two balloons is how you wipe your bum yourself but I'm imagining Jack you would rather do it then them do it at this stage because washing hands and all of that after. Well like,
3: oh. no, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do all the washing. We're doing all the washing hands and that. They're, they're quite good at it. Um, yeah, no, but they're just they, not very you know, good at wiping their if, bums. That's what I mean. If
0: they miss the, the, they miss. If they start trying to wipe their own bum, is what I'm saying. And they, I'm imagining that's not going to go well for a toddler. <laughs> you know, they're grip. Yeah, if you
1: if you go too early with that, yeah. Because oh. I mean, there, there's one thing getting them to go to the toilet on the potty Mm. or go on the actual toilet but it's very much another thing getting them to look after the after effects (laughs) put so lovely Jim put so so politely that's you need to have like a transition period I think is what we're saying good advice dad good advice (laughs) Um, and the next one I'm not sleeping I'm resting my eyes has anyone ever said that Sparky have you ever said that have you had to say I get the idea you're one of these people who will fall asleep (laughs) in places and then pretend he hasn't done
0: fall asleep anywhere um yeah i guess actually it was on the weekend it wasn't there were no children around uh i went on a lads uh we went to play we was grown men over 30 that get together once a year to play fifa for a wwf <laughs> title but <band. laughs> that's right yeah guys i'm that immature one um and i was there it was getting to two o'clock after 12 hours of solid fifa playing and i i started drifting off and i did it in a comedy where it goes oh no I'm just resting my eyes for the final, so uh, I was close well, to that go. exact saying. Um, oh, but I, wow! But it's just because after being a parent, I can't stay awake after midnight without
3: well, falling asleep.
0: Without well, yeah, having to rest my eyes. Midnight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible, man. As 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 you know. So. Uh,
1: Jack, how about you? Are you were you a sofa dozer? No, I I struggle
3: to nap in the day, but when I'm reading the kids their stories, I, I, I like lie down on their bed with them to read their stories and you know four times out of five i fall asleep or or, or uh-huh. start dozing off until the kid wakes me up so like i'll be re- i'll be yeah. reading jake's story but the problem is i go into like this dream state so i'm reading <laughs> the story and i'm like oh and then peppa pig said no oh, right, to her dad and then i'll start falling asleep and i'll, I'll make up this whole different story about her going to the dentist or something and Jake goes, Daddy that's not what it says huh? <laughs> Oh yeah Sorry, Sorry. Yeah no she kicked the football And
1: uh, <laughs> And I'll, I'll do it Three or four times In the story And it just takes so long To get through it <laughs> I found myself being able to detach myself from the story and think about other stuff whilst also getting the story out. And I didn't know my brain That's was capable of it. If you've, if you've read that. the story enough times, yeah. 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 That does, yeah, it does help. Yeah, when the the smartest giant in town, you're well aware of what happens in that one. Um, But yeah, I'm there thinking, what am I going to make for tea for us, for the adults? Oh, I could do that, or I could, you know, and then I realise I'm still telling the story and the kids are still enraptured in it. And then you're at the end of the story, you're like, oh, that was quick. Yeah. brilliant I don't know how I can transfer that skill in a way that's <laughs> going to benefit my life in any other way but at least it saves me a bit of thinking time
0: hey that's like uh, if you played FIFA regularly
1: Jim you could <laughs> pretend to be listening to the wife whilst playing FIFA yeah. Have a conversation nice. about anything
2: hey, you could do that you could transfer it onto that
1: okay so yeah so if I have some standard stock re- repeating phrases you know yes mm-hmm. that's very interesting yes <laughs> of course love
0: sure yeah and then they all lived happily ever after. Yeah, and then, like, yes. then Pepper went to the
3: dentist.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet on the way. I'm going to be asking the panel if they fancy a Dutch reach. Find out what that's all about next <laughs> all right. on Loose Dads.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So you and I are here listening to this podcast for the same reasons. We're parents. We're tired. We're doing our very best for our children. I had this moment with a friend a couple of months ago. We were talking about keeping the children entertained and not just entertained, but entertained with an activity that would also facilitate fun and learning. At first, we came up with a few ideas, but as we got deeper into conversation, it became more apparent that throughout every day, there are countless learning opportunities that also keep the little ones busy. So walking the dog and doing a scavenger hunt, baking snacks and counting ingredients using our recycling pile-up for some junk modelling, having breakfast together and making shapes with toast, using sock puppets for our bedtime story. Giggly.co.uk have so many activity ideas that can stand alone or fit in with your everyday, all of which provide fun learning opportunities for our children. And on top of the IdeaPat website, they have a fantastic range of resources from games and arts and craft sets to curriculum linked magazine activity packs and role play printouts, all carefully designed to make learning fun for our children. Take a look now at giggly.co.uk.
1: This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet where you can catch up with us on social media which is very much the big thing of this age and (laughs) if you're not on it yet there's a thing called Facebook and on that you just type in Loose Dads Podcast and you get to our group and on Instagram you have this thing called at Loose Dads Pod and you can follow us there and I've just been signed out of that just a few minutes ago and I can't get back into it so um, (laughs) we'll just have someone else's updates.
0: Jim is no longer the admin, uh, I'm not
1: sure what's happened here. Yeah, I mean, I've worked for companies where they've given you that sort of hint yeah. as well, where you suddenly your, your pass stops working. Why is that not working? I can't get into the building. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, that's why Brad's not here. We didn't give him the Zoom link. That's it. Yeah, it's a great way of just really finessing who we actually want here, isn't it? It's just brilliant. Uh, let's look inside the news.
3: Sorry, before before we get stuck in with the news, I do have um, a an apology, a
1: retraction to make from last week. Ooh. Okay, this is interesting. Not expecting this. I'm fascinated to find. I mean, we could probably there was about an hour and a quarter of material last week. We could probably apologise for a lot. So <laughs>
3: yeah, not apologising to the listeners on this one. <laughs> Because that's who most of the apologies would go out to. Uh, On this one, I would like to apologise to uh, my wife and children. Um, I got a bit of a rap on the knuckles after last week's episode for making my children just sound like juvenile delinquents. And and not talking about how lovely they are and how sweet they are. Because they are, you know. (laughs) They are Jake gave me one of his teddies tonight. He's a really sweet kid. They both are sweet, lovely, artistic children.
1: Okay? Okay, Jack. There Do we you go. Know, this Danny. has vibes. <laughs> this has vibes of Tory minister oh, yeah. caught in a sex yeah, yeah, scandal yeah. coming out to the front gate of his house with <laughs> cups of tea for the press and yes. making a profuse apology about how he's let his wife down. <laughs>
3: oh, I genuinely got a phone call from my wife as she was listening to that last episode going <gasps> What have you done? You've made made our children sound like delinquents and you've made yourself sound like a yobbo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, (laughs) Jack. Because I was talking about getting fired. She was like, you've made yourself sound like a yobbo and the children didn't dislocate her knee. They just popped it (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a very fine difference, but it's
0: important. Jack, why can't we do what every other couple does and pretend that our children are normal?
3: (laughs) Come on. I said, the problem I've got is that I forget people are listening to this and I use this as like therapy. Um, ah. And so I sit here and go like, "Oh God, you won't believe what they've done this week." Not going to lie, mate. Some of the
0: stuff you said last week was therapy for me because I thought Jackson's not that bad.
1: <laughs> and I think for quite a lot of the time, there wasn't anyone listening, was there? So now, I mean, you know, yeah, it's easy to, have to get got used to it, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, yeah. Just to reiterate, my children are lovely. I love them very much, and I love my wife and my family. And what a lovely time and they love you as well
1: yeah yeah now you've (laughs) apologised anyway let's look inside the news Um, does anyone know what a Dutch reach is would you want one Hmm. at this point yeah I I have been on a a stag dude to Amsterdam
0: and one of the lads might have got
1: one I'm not sure I was going to say Jack hasn't had one for a a week since he said all that stuff on the podcast Dutch French German Uh, I'll take any of it a, a Dutch reach is I mean, rather boringly, it's a way of opening your car door. Wow. And it's based around a law that came in 40 or 50 years ago in Holland, Mm. or the Netherlands, or you know, I don't know what they like to be called nowadays. (laughs) um, Where you're encouraged to rather than, you know, how the temptation is when you're driving in this country, when, you know, we drive on the right hand side of the car, uh, the driver sits and you are tempted to use your right hand to open the door Mm. and get out. But that means you're also you're not really looking around or you the temptation is to not look around you just open the door and there could be cyclists flying down by the side of the car if you're on the side of the road and you could open it up and push them into traffic and that's happened and you know there's been actual tragedies so in in the Netherlands what they came up with is this idea where you you always go to open with your opposite hand so that means you turn your body around and you're more likely to look out the back and see if there's uh, cyclists coming past before you open the door. And it's a really simple thing. And now it's in the UK's highway code. It says you're encouraged to do this whenever you park by the side of the road and you want to open the door. And, um, and it's part of protecting cyclists. And if you injure a cyclist by being careless when you open a car door, there's a thousand pound fine for it. So now mm. the Dutch Reach is sort of in law in the United Kingdom. It's a good idea, That's right? Oh cool, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think it's um, smart. I mean, there's a, there are wing mirrors uh, that you should check. But I Come feel on, yeah. I have been on a, I have been on a bike before when someone has opened a car door and it wasn't a nice situation. Like, lucky I didn't hit them, but the swear words that came out of my
1: mouth certainly <laughs> hit them. Uh, because it's terrifying. Probably on purpose in your uh, your case though, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> what they went for me, Jim. Is that what yeah. you're trying to
1: say? <laughs> oh, here he
0: comes right now. That knobhead. <laughs> bang. No, um, but it is. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you've noticed there's a number of rules coming in for cyclists now. Like the, in fact, it's well worth. Like, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I looked up the highway code. <laughs> oh yeah, it was when I did my theory test. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think there's a like cyclists are getting way like, a load more rules. I think there's one, if you're on a roundabout, um, cyclists get um, all priority now. Like, um, you have to give way to a cyclist changing lanes on a live roundabout. And cyclists, which this one's crazy, if you ask me, are encouraged to ride side by side
1: along a main road mm. You See, that has always been the advice given but it's never been the kind of in the highway code because it's, it's just safer because people aren't tempted to go past you yeah. when it's not really safe yeah. so there are they are advice to do that but I live in Yorkshire and there's a lot of people who cycle here it's very popular cycling it's a lot of pelotons <laughs> do that. we're never going to get anywhere <laughs> so, um, yeah. so I mean I appreciate you need your safety but I'd like to get to the supermarket so <laughs> you know yeah. so uh,
3: when I was um, 16 I rode a Vespa and i a lot of people riding mopeds at the time would ride over to the side like cyclists to let cars go past and i was always taught to ride in the middle of the middle of the lane so that people aren't tempted to overtake you in unsafe places so that makes complete sense to me but at the time i always justified it as well i pay road tax so yeah. oh, what I, de- I deserve oh, my place on this road okay.
2: I I'm, no, I'm just it.
3: playing devil's advocate here, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if if cyclists right. are going to have all these road privileges,
1: should they yep. contribute to road tax? Well, the problem with that is that it's not road tax, is it? It's vehicle tax. Well, yeah. So that's the argument against that. Well, is should that, bikes no, have the, vehicle tax? Should, should bikes, bikes tax? pay tax? Or, well, yeah, I mean, tax. but it's not for the road, is it? For for possession of the road, it's for being able to drive a vehicle, which is. You know, there's mm. a lot of things, reasons to have that. A motorised vehicle is polluted, which is why vehicle tax for non-polluting vehicles uh, yeah. or lower polluting vehicles is yeah. less. Fair enough. Oh. So, oh, sorry no, to I'll give it like again. a boring real answer. Fair enough, like I'm all on board
3: with cyclists. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, mean- I tried to do a bit of Brad, but... <laughs> It's just
1: not me, guys. No, it's always <laughs> worth trying, isn't it? Someone needs to bring the controversy. Uh, like,
0: like one of my best mates is a cyclist. is in a cycling club. He works for Rafa, which is like a well-known cycling like brand. And he, I mean, he the amount of trouble he, or not trouble, but problems he gets into on the road. He rides in London. He's nearly, he's gone through people's windscreens because people aren't caring towards cyclists. And um, so I, I understand why the Highway Code would bring that in, but it is, it's like that 1% though, isn't it? there's this like one mm. percent of cyclists who are just absolute cock ends and you see them on the internet <laughs> trying to cause trouble though but you yeah. do though you see them on the internet recording i'm recording you i'm gonna put this on the internet and it's like they're goading motorists so but also uh, well also where, do, where
3: does most of this happen london it,
0: it, L- yeah london's yeah. a problem and, and london's the
3: problem isn't it <laughs>
1: with all of this with so many things, like, London is the problem. <laughs> high tension
0: rate there, isn't there? And-
1: Forget leveling up the rest of the country. Level down yeah, London yeah. a little spread bit, it out, and man. you know, spread it out. Um, yeah, it's funny, in the relationship between motorists and cyclists is that it's always fraught. Because a lot of people are reporting this Dutch reach thing with the headline: motorists will get fined a thousand pounds for opening the door with the wrong hand. No. no, that's not what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's not the rule. The rule is if you open the door and injure a cyclist because you've not been paying attention or paying due care, you get in trouble and you might be fined, which I think is fair enough. Mm. But, you know, I don't think there's going to be anyone walking around going, he opened the door with his right hand. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: I was walking past. I saw the guy didn't even get, yeah. he was not touching in the slightest bit. Like uh,
3: uh. I, just- I honestly don't have the slightest problem with, cyclists on the road you know opening doors yes. whatever it is then being on the road it doesn't bother me at all horses oh oh, <laughs> oh you lives in far horses man. now you can
0: be hey, careful you'll up you will
3: go a bit of brad and upset a load of people the, here, jack with this one i i do not care at this point and if i have to issue a retraction next time <laughs> then so be it don't like horses they're murder machines and they just, okay. well, they just want to kill you, don't they? You stay on the fence there. That's, <laughs> that's their main. That's their whole vibe, isn't it? They just want to kill you. And well, I like horses. Best of all the animals, <laughs> I like horses. They're my friends. But, but then, but then, when you're, oh, when I'm in the car and you, you drive past a horse, and Danny's sat there going, Jack, go slower, go slower, give it a wider berth. I'm like, and you're like, get like, the a horse off the road. You're you're going next to a field. They are designed for grass.
1: Get them in the field, not on this country Both road. Forces are designed for grass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's been a bit of de- a debate about that and also a debate about them, you know, obviously pooing on the road and that causing a problem. I did hear a, a radio phone-in today where the ghost had a, a, psych- a motorcyclist and a horse owner and was having a debate. And at one point, the phrase, is horse poo slippery, <laughs> did come up. Amazing. And
0: this is the questions we want answering.
1: That's it, you know. Oh, but then we're going like, to get into, yeah,
3: like, Paula Radcliffe territory, you know, and we'll be banning runners next.
1: Oh man! Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, I think we're all right having a go at the horses, aren't we? I don't think our demographic is. I don't only. think so. No, I felt I felt pretty safe <laughs>
3: slagging off horses then.
1: <laughs> I mean, our demographic is more betting on them at Wincanton. Yes, yeah, true. riding them. But then once four twenty at Kempton,
3: or whatever, you know, that's the evil we're worried but, about. But then once, when I was on the radio, I uh, did a comedy spoof of uh, a country Justin Timberlake song. Uh, rock Your Body with like banjos and all that sort of stuff because he wanted to get into country music. Yeah, yeah. And we put it out on the radio. I was like, oh, it's a funny little two minute segment. So many complaints. So many complaints from the country music fandom that oh, I had wow. them off and made them all sound like hillbillies. So you never wow. you never know who is listening. <laughs> oh, mate. The I, know, I, I've just, now. I just remembered how many American listeners we now have. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and yeah. I'm bringing out the phrase <laughs> hillbillies. So. Sorry, guys. So, anyway, sorry, guys. Don't switch off because of Jack. He obviously hates horses I, and Americans. Um, Don't listen to him. I, guys, uh, I'd like to make another apology. Um. <laughs> Don't,
0: Danny's not made him do this one. If
1: you hate Americans and horses, Mr. Red is not the TV series for you, is it? Um, just avoid that one. Uh, Sparky, do you have a news story today?
0: Uh, yeah, I have. And I think um, we're actually doing a great advert for the UK to our American listeners at the moment. So you've just uh, brought up the news highway code here in the UK that's right the Dutch Reach is a new way to open your car door well a well-loved festival that is held every single year in Dorset uh, part of the (laughs) south coast of England um, has been axed and it's the Dorset Knob throwing festival oh, no. has been axed. Yeah, uh, due to size issues, guys. Size <laughs> issues has has abandoned the, this is a BBC article. When I saw this, I was like, this is this is vintage BBC writing. Yeah, so Dorset Knob Throwing Festival axed over size issues. Um a knob throwing contest has been cancelled because it's become too popular to run. It has been announced. So um everyone wants to go and chuck their knob around Dorset, it would seem, and um and, and, and do you want to know what a knob is, Yes, please. please. It's, it, it's a biscuit. I, I,
3: oh, like a hobnob?
0: It's, it's, no, it's not spelt the same. I'm just, has has hobnob got a K at the beginning of knob? I don't think hasn't it has, is no. no, yeah. isn't it? not its hobnob just
3: H-O-B-N-O-B,
1: isn't it? So it's it's a biscuit-throwing It's a biscuit throwing competition and the size is a problem, so...
0: Well, then the size of the amount of people that want to take part. Here no, is a lady in a whack. Not the size Here's, of the biscuits. <laughs> a, a very country-looking woman in a wax jacket and a oh, yeah. Carmen Diego hat throwing a knob, it would seem. Um, <laughs> and, um, oh, and yeah, and
3: for American listeners, a biscuit is a cookie.
0: Oh uh, yeah, the Americans know that though, don't they? Yeah, the, the yeah. A biscuit is not, no, not, no, That's yeah, a, not, a, not not a the scone. mashed potato or whatever a scone or whatever it is what you have at uh, Wendy's chicken and biscuit. Sorry, we sound like no, it's, <laughs> it's not Wendy's. What's the? Is it Wendy's? Do you get biscuit in America? Shouldn't just say grits. Grits,
1: Chick-fil- grits. What, isn't that porridge? I had grits. It's horrible. Like it sounded like it was going to be really interesting, and it was just slop. <laughs> Here you go. America. I think you're probably.
3: <laughs> I think it sounds awful.
1: <laughs> it's it's cool. No, I thought it. I thought it sounded like quite exotic <laughs> and different, like grits. It, it had like kind of a cool American name, but it was horrible. <laughs> no. So, it's not about Grits
0: America, it's about knob throwing in Dorset. Um, apparently, <laughs> uh, it's held in Cattistock, yeah. the Dorset knob throwing event, and it runs alongside uh, a food festival. Uh, but they've had to cancel it because the um, well, organisers said it's attracting over 8,000
3: people, <laughs> which isn't a lot of people, but it's quite a, lot to to, quite a lot of people throwing biscuits, though, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. But, um, uh, two yeah, that's two another, in my
3: house is enough.
1: Another Stop it, Jack. <laughs> hey. You're talking about you and Danny, right? That's it, that's it. Throwing knobs about yeah, okay. if you
0: carry on, she's gonna throw the knob out. Like, do you know what I mean, mate? And that's she I mean yeah. a, another great British tradition though, like some of our traditions I just thought, <laughs> I mean, you know, we have it's that not, cheap it's not on my top ten list. No, but we do have <laughs> a lot there of with weird the ones roast. which Sunday roast. Well, no. You have that weird cheese rolling one that we do somewhere in the country where, you know... They, yeah, they all the call- really
1: steep hill, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and everyone
0: runs and loses their footing foot and...
1: What do Americans think
3: of that? Like, they've got the NBA, we've got cheese rolling,
1: you know, yeah.
3: um, you've got that. Oh, and in, um, um, in Somerset, you've got uh, twat jumping. Twat jumping, the
0: shin kicking competition. That's another great British one where you put hay down your... Down your what is twat thingy in? <laughs> Just made it up. I think you of. might have made that
1: up. <laughs> oh,
0: you made No, but,
1: but I mean, you believe you not you could have been something. There is a coal carrying competition in Yorkshire. Oh, wow. wow. Um, really? I thought, I really genuinely thought about entering that one year, and then I just couldn't be bothered because it seems really heavy. It's like 15 kilograms <laughs> you have to <laughs> <gym's> carry. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, like I really, like for about five minutes, I thought, yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to involve myself in an old, fine tradition. And then I thought about it thought, oh, Seems like a bit of hard work to me. Why bother? Uh, Jack, have you got a new story? Uh, yeah, I do. And I'm going to
3: uh, keep a slightly American theme, actually. Yeah m M&M's. Okay. As, in, okay. as in the chocolates, not the wrapper. Not the um, their characters have a new look. One of the lady M&M's has swapped her high heels for sneakers slash trainers. What? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, more comfortable, isn't well, it? Exactly. So that's fine. Exactly. Now, the bit that got my attention was on Fox News, Tucker Carlson really laying into M&M's for this. Um, because he, he was complaining that the look was less sexy oh, and wow. deeply unappealing. <laughs> because the reason we buy M&M's... <laughs> it's for the sexy yeah. woman. Is, ...is to have a, you know, a, a little bit of alone time with the packet.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't have thought you would want to promote the fact that your disappointed <laughs> M&M's are less sexy. Didn't they try to spin a load of
0: arguments like this when the new... Um, what's it called? Space Jam came out. Because yes, yeah. The, Bunny. they, they Lola Bunny, they de- they they made her less sexy, less yeah, voluptuous. Gave, yeah,
3: they gave they gave her longer shorts and a higher uh, higher cut top. Yeah, Half- and
1: people were upset, so upset about outraged. it. So outraged! I won't, upset.
3: I, won't upset. I won't be watching that.
1: <laughs> and the sort of people who were upset about that, are the sort of people who'd call people like me snowflakes. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's them. Yeah, nice that's them. That's, that's, nice that, that's nice it. it. That's exactly how. It was. Poster, right. Just just, just trying to sexy M and M's on their wall. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean. <laughs> People go a long way to be offended by things that they claim they're not offended by whilst lashing out at other people for being offended at things that actually are Mm. offensive, don't they? It's (laughs) very strange. And we don't blame you completely, America. But, you know, you've got a big stake (laughs) in this, right? That's what we're saying. I, mean, I don't think I've, I know scarily though I know the M&M advert really well you know the one because aren't the
0: male M&M's cheating on, I think that's such a, a weird advert
3: that's such Isn't a weird like, advert
0: hey he's home early and then he's in the cupboard and it's and like. he goes oh now the biting
3: makes sense
0: <laughs> so so is it like the, the M&M the, the guy who churns out M&M's is obsessed with sex uh, yeah maybe and, and
3: Fox back it and then it, maybe, you know, maybe that was their original purpose
0: and now, Little sex onion.
1: poppers. M and M's, the swingers' choice. <laughs> I think it was. It must have been an odd marketing meeting where they went with that. Yeah. But but they did, and the, that suggests someone brought it in, and that person must have really been going. This, I'm really taking a chance here. I'm going in to. Is it Mars that makes them? Probably. Uh, I'm going into one of the biggest corporations in the entire world, and I'm going to pitch the fact we're going to sell chocolates that are fine. They're fine. They're a bit dull. We're going to sell them with sex. Well, sex sells. I'm probably going to get thrown out. But no, no, that boardroom went... Oh my God, the man's a genius. Yes, no one will be able to stop thinking of M&M's as being the sexy chocolate. (laughs) But
3: that's, that's because his initial idea was just draw tits on him. No oh, right okay and he <laughs> the, took that the, in and, and the went M- I was going to do this oh, but no. those tits
0: if you draw a tits it looks a bit like an M but it spins it around the other way and that's how, that is exactly we have uncovered it the secret plot of M&M's and why they became
1: um, so there's but, a handy hint for anyone going into a pitch on The Apprentice is go in with a worse <laughs> idea than your already terrible idea and your idea looks a lot better go, I was going to pitch you about monkeys with shoes but no not that <laughs> uh, quick pop quiz question for you then. What does M M&M and M stand for? Ooh. Mars and Mars, Mars and Mercury, Mars and um, something. Munch and Munchausen. No,
3: molest. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> So it's Mars is one of them, and Murray, or it might be Murray and Mars, but Mars is the. This, so this Mars is the son of the founder of Mars, the chocolate bars. Okay. Right. And Murray is the heir to the Hershey's kingdom. So they're like oh, two, wow. two sons of these empires of chocolate that came together and went, let's do our own thing. And they were initially for US troops because they could send out these little chocolate buttons covered in sugar, which would mean they wouldn't melt and they came back and the troops were raving about them and they became uh,
1: this wow. massive thing. Okay. Well, I, I did a bit of reading that, up because I was going to do an Eminem story too. I thought this uh, this episode was going to go like many and be completely pointless, <laughs> but I think we've just found an actual real fact. There we go. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that bit's not really news, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's as much news as anything else we discuss, isn't it? I mean, Brad's not here to give us a story that is really not based on any news. It's just based on something that he's been searching for in his weird dark web, so...
0: Yeah, but I, I think that's fine. I love that, the, the, the military story though, because that's like, I trade off the pasty story all the time. You know, like why pasties have got a crust <laughs> is because they were made for the miners, Jim, miners, you yeah. mentioned coal in this episode as well. And that was what they <laughs> held because she didn't, you know, that's what they held to not get their hands dirty because their hands, well, their hands were filthy, sorry, from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't want to get different.
3: pasty on the coal, did they? Pasties big with <laughs> miners,
1: M&M's big with the American military. Boom, they become mainstream items. See you're like, you're not meant to eat the crust of the pasty. That's like a handle. It's like a- originally that was the handle, but then the miners just ate it anyway because you know meander dirty anyway. But
0: that that originally that's what it was for because all the hot meat was kept separate and you didn't burn your fingers on it as well.
3: Also, like that. also they used to have sweet in one end and savoury in the other.
0: Uh, they, they absolutely did as well. Jim, don't tell me you didn't know that as a as a mi- from a mining la- from mining land.
1: Join us next week for more pasty (laughs) chats (laughs) on Loose
0: Dads. (laughs) That's a feature. Make some production for that. It's It's a
3: different
1: (laughs) podcast from Brad (laughs) Snowy. It isn't it? A lot more It's a lot more wholesome. Yeah, wholesome highbrow. But um, it's my area of Yorkshire's wool. Uh, You know, wool, not coal. So, you know, coal's a little bit further east. Easier to carry a bucket of wool, though. (laughs) right yeah please. absolutely please come back with an anecdote next week
0: as um, as what food item was made popular by the wool people
1: <laughs> of, of, of. i mean i've I have made a, a video partially about the wool trade uh, so <laughs> i have got some research i'll look it up and i'll bring it back to you and brad is going to be like what the hell is going on what happened while i was away this is loose dads from dadsnet on the way next we'll have the big questions of the week from dadsnet members and try and find some answers who knows the way this podcast going you might actually get a real answer with some real helpful advice in it i mean miracles never cease this is loose dads from dadsnet it's me it's sparky it's jack brad is not here um the parole thing it was you know it was an issue so unfortunately he's not going to be here for this week but we'll hope to have him back out next week um time for the big questions of the week the big question of the week and this is where we take some questions from the dad's net groups on facebook it's an amazing free resource that you can get onto you can get support you can ask for advice you can have a laugh and you can just help other people out as well if you want but um that's what we do on this part of the show first question uh, this says the January blues are really kicking in I feel like I'm just going through the motions every day at the moment we get out maybe twice a week but it feels hard to properly enjoy it and be excited about it always feels like we're just trying to get what we can out of it it's dark and the streets are deserted by the time I get home from work any tips on how to cheer myself up at this time of year so does anyone have any advice Jack what are you thinking (laughs) I'm thinking nope (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up is what you're saying,
0: <laughs> man. I like it, is t- it is a tough I, time I, of I'm year. I'm thinking
1: isn't? I've just asked my uh,
3: GP to up my citalopram to 30 milligrams per day, so probably not the best person to ask about how to cheer up. <laughs> <laughs> Unless
1: that's the answer. Well, there you go. Yeah, there we go. That it's an answer, isn't it? It's an it is. It certainly medication. is. <laughs> I mean, the thing the thing where he says, um, I just feel like we're just trying to get what we can out of a walk with the family twice a week. I mean, that's any time of year, isn't well, yeah, it? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. like, yeah, yeah you're, no one's going <laughs> to go, any time tomorrow we're going to go for the walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be like, this is going to be the perfect walk. You're going, we're going to enjoy this as much as is humanly possible. There will be points where people whinge. Probably all of yes. us. but yeah. yeah.
0: I, I I like yeah it's a very hard time you know I, I like to consider myself a very optimistic person but this time of year it's really hard not to get wound up by the simple things like I feel like the five-week payday till January which for a lot of people if that was for me and I don't know if that's the same for you just really just I don't know adds an extra extra punch into yeah. how January feels um but I don't know um Stop overanalyzing would probably be, you know, the simple top line example is it's like everyone's going through this. You wake up every morning and you, or you go on these walks or or whatever, and you have the choice to go, all right, am I going to be irritated by this? Or am I going to try and just have a laugh and use my kids to make me have a, you know, Mm. forget about the seriousness of my world right now? And I don't know, that's just some off the top of my head advice. I'm not, I'm no expert.
3: As genuine advice. Like, change the walk up. Like, not just location, but, you yeah know, like make it a scavenger hunt. Try geocaching or something like that. You know, give the walk a purpose. I hate walking without a purpose. So give it a purpose, you know? Try picking up a sugar beet. Exactly. What exactly. <laughs> like, but. Don't like, eat it though. Uh, I'm good at that. No, it's, it's they're <laughs> awful. Um, but, like, genuinely. That was a great excuse for me and Jake to get out of the house and do something different. He drew a treasure map and I could not be asked to go out of the house. And he went, I want to follow this map. And I thought, all right, let's just go wherever. I mean, we got in the car for that one, but I literally was just driving and told him to tell me when to turn. And we just got a bit lost in fields and, you know, back ends of Norfolk. But it's it's a
1: different way of doing a trip out. Yeah. yeah, we we once um, made a story up. We went on a walk and the idea was that we'd find bits of things to make up a story. And we came up with this whole big story about someone who'd been stealing cars or something. <laughs> it was a really bizarre story. Uh, and we were trying to find clues about who it was. And uh, in the end, I mean, I, I hope this isn't libelous, but uh, we decided <laughs> it was the... Um, it was the children's author Rob Biddulph who had uh, had stolen a car and I mean I'm not saying he has stolen a car I'm sure he he probably (laughs) hasn't not recently anyway um but you know that's that's what happened in our story anyway and uh, that's the story i'm sticking to
0: <laughs> but no like seriously it's really hard to not be too serious and those are yeah. a couple of great examples of just how to just shake it off and yeah just remember though everyone's in the same boat everyone's trying to make the most of it at the moment it is cold and miserable and you know not long till the summer months
3: come and, back and-, and it's also a particularly tough january like we've, we've just come had, out of a pandemic, we, yeah. We, well, we're on the tail end of it, aren't we? Like, it's, we haven't come out of it. Brad's yeah. already got it, oh, yeah. and <laughs> and energy prices are going up, and there's a, a lot to feel down about. So to so press the anxiety button, yeah. There's a lot yeah. that is punching your anxiety.
1: So yeah, don't beat sure. yourself
3: up if you're feeling a bit of shit. Like
1: that's all right. Yeah, and the it will get better as it gets lighter because that. It, I mean, that is you know fit, more fit, fit, daylight. Fit is yeah. helpful for you and, hey, and your mental health.
0: Well, right, you take up one of your old uh, British traditions. yeah uh, Practice some knob throwing. I don't know. On your walk, yeah, yeah. take take a big wheel of cheese, roll it down the hill that you're walking down, chase the in-laws down. Go jump over a twat. Go <laughs> jump over yeah, a twat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but seriously, shake it off as best you can. You know, as, as ridiculous as that advice sounds, but thank yeah. you, Taylor,
1: for that advice.
0: <laughs> uh, this next one, I know, about you,
1: but that advice was 22. <laughs> that took me way too long, and I enjoyed that because there was a real delay. And it was, it was like, is the internet slow? Or I
0: was like, was the guy called Taylor? Yes, yeah. Same <laughs>
1: Uh, Hi dads, bit of a discussion with my eldest this morning You know how when you talk about going from the sublime to the ridiculous Here we go Um, Bit of a discussion with my eldest this morning When pouring cereal from the box, he takes the whole bag out I would pour holding the box with just the opening of the inner bag out What about you? (laughs) What's what's the best way to do cereal? He he actually did a poll on the Dadsnet group and uh, I'll reveal the results after you've revealed what you would do with cereal Take the whole bag out and pour it from there Or pour it with the bag Inside the box,
0: it seems like anarchy to take the bag out that, because yeah, you know, because it's going to bulge out and then trying to like get it back into the box. And you have afterwards. to crush it's all
3: of it to get it back yeah, in. Uh, whilst my right.
0: cereal in the bowl is getting soggy from
1: milk. That, no, I've not got to. That is that. the approach of a child, right? But what about the situation where sometimes you're pouring it in the box? And some of it comes out of the the bag and then goes down between the bag and the box. Okay, so this, this is that.
3: this is the other this is the other bad way of doing it is to not get that bag out enough. Right, and that is when you get backwash. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, do let's, you let's call it backwash.
1: Cereal yeah. backwash. <laughs> yes. I'm, in, I'm in for that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, I understand it. Uh, do, you, do you want to know my approach? Yes, I'd love to. Get know. those uh, big old cereal Tupperware lock and
0: locks lock and locks yeah Yeah. Yeah. one of
3: those one of those it's got a little opening at the top pour it out jobs are good oh
0: man you just got me thinking I love those ones when you go to a hotel on holiday and it's got the twist and you put the bowl underneath and you just twist it around and dispenses a perfect bowl of cereal
3: that's the answer
1: that's the answer there we
0: go I'm going on on Amazon as soon as we finish recording
1: (laughs) 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 are you going to get one of those hotel conveyor belt toasters as well (laughs) No, mate, because I don't want to burn my kitchen down like everybody
0: does on holiday with those things. Two
1: settings, either still bread or absolutely (laughs) charcoal.
3: someone, uh, don't smash the fire extinguisher, but please, (laughs) someone get one. You know what I hate about those toasters? i saw one the other day and people walk away from it and then come back for their toast i don't want to walk yeah. away i don't, i want to make sure that i'm getting the slice of bread that i touched with <laughs> yeah. my hands God because i don't want bread. i don't want your fingers on my bread global pandemic particularly man. in in covid <laughs> exactly, times yeah,
1: yeah. i'm not, I'm the, not walking
3: uh, away and coming back and trusting <laughs> that's my bit of bread and also <laughs> sure. trusting that you haven't picked it up to look if it's yours oh man nah but
0: the, the conveyor belt of heat though surely that's enough to burn off all 99.9% of germs including COVID because it's just like the corridor of doom it goes through
1: I mean this is the scientific research that really needed to have been done over the last two years but I will hazard a guess no one's even bothered looking at it <laughs> hey get me one <laughs> <Pathetic>. of them <laughs> um this one maybe go back to the first one uh dads when, what do you do when you've had a shite day it's all gone wrong at work and you get home how do you de-stress and get ready to try again tomorrow no right or wrong answers just curious so sort of vaguely connected to the first one but also you know i guess work can be stressful at any time can't it and then you get that point where you get home and you're just like what do you do to get away from that stressful environment uh jack i've got two great ways beer and whiskey
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice. Yeah. I mean, a, a rum will often take the edge off, yeah. but I would say. I um, did a
3: boom, but like genuinely, those are answers.
0: <laughs> music? <laughs> music is my savior in so many ways. Like, I feel like in the car, those moments now, like since becoming a dad, I feel like the moments you get in the car on your own driving where you can put music on as loud as you want and stuff. So, my, my drive home from work is brilliant sometimes because I will just whack you know like even if it's just like some old school like Linkin Park or something if I'm feeling a bit rage yeah, Linkin Park yeah. numb when you're pissed off but on full volume in the car feels amazing and by the time same, you get
3: home, same with Streetlight Manifesto somewhere in the between
0: yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, is that yeah. similar just, vibes oh, yeah similar vibes you're just like oh okay <laughs> you know and that works for me definitely um, a rum or um, <laughs> how do I put this but we're on yeah, are <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes alone upstairs I mean <laughs> guys there's lots of ways that you can get to in release. tune with your body yeah. to, 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 but to.
1: you know what I'm thinking like literally just 10 minutes alone <laughs> upstairs <laughs> <and> that's <laughs> it is absolutely fine as well
0: <laughs> like, as long as no one turns
1: off the wife I do no, Adrian, <laughs> right <laughs> no I'm, I'd just be happy to be alone <laughs> uh, even if I was just staring out the window podcasts
3: are a good one for me because uh, because yes. it's that it's that chance to switch off, you know. I don't want to think about what I've been thinking about the rest of the day, so I listen to you know an improvised sci-fi comedy podcast, um, Witcher. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Nerd alert!
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any pasty based ones? That, you know, like, <laughs> no, you yeah, not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> send, us the the yeah.
0: send us the links. Send us
3: the links. And then the other the other thing I do to release is uh, basketball. You know, I can have a good old wrestle with someone down in the post, and uh, and get out my anger of the day that way. Yeah. A little bit of dribble. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and uh, you know, if all else fails, just shout at your kids. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Hold
0: on. (laughs) Hold on. No, but Jim, I'm intrigued. What else do you, what do you do? Because I think you are probably one of the most chill people I know. Yeah. I think that if I think like (laughs) someone came full force at you, like, angry and you'd be like, all right mate like why are you so angry like i i really i admire <laughs> you no i mean no, this, which would probably anger
3: them more though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah but then
1: nothing winds people up more than <laughs> when you don't accept their anger jim
3: you are both the calmest and the most likely to get punched
1: <laughs> 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 bang out of order just through default but no yeah. but so i like,
0: i do i look at and i admire how like calm and chill you are so like what what do you do
1: what uh running yeah, yeah for me it's running uh, just yeah, get out, do a few miles every day, and yeah, that's just it's just nice to get out in the countryside and uh, just listen to podcasts and yeah, get away and uh, and then like it's so annoying that I spent so long being really cynical about all those exercise people who'd be like, oh, you feel so good when you get out of your exercise. Oh my god, and, you know Joe Wicks going on about Captain Serotonin visiting. And and you know and when you you know kind of put yourself in that situation, ah, like, oh, they're right, aren't they? That how depressing they were right all along, <clears throat> and I could have been having this amazing feeling <laughs> all that time, and that's yeah, that's what I do. But yeah, no, I mean you know I I don't get that stressed really, because. Um, quite slack really <laughs> uh, I mean I hope none of my clients are listening <laughs> sorry you know if, if you're listening it's your job that I do get really stressed over because I work so hard oh, at yes, it yes, but yes. Um, the other ones you, you know I don't know just, yeah it's only dad's network that, that really you know
3: Keep yeah, that's the yeah.
1: Yeah. that's the stuff that really gets to me because I really just want to make it perfect. Mm, no, I'm no, such a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I feel bad about for perfectionists because that it must take a lot of time to be try and be perfect when you could just be a bit slapdash like me, <laughs> and uh, and it's a lot more relaxing.
0: <laughs> I, like, that is a truest statement, right there, Jim. Put that on a butterfly background as opposed to on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still feel bad at university that I, mean, I did very little work. I had a really good time. I did very little work for three years and I got a 2-1 and there were people who'd absolutely worked their backsides off and got a 2-1 as well. And yeah, they would got an upper 2-1 and I probably got a lower 2-1. But at the end of the day, no one knows that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just still a number. Stop. Yeah. Oh,
1: mate. <laughs> I was almost the first person in history to go can you just grade me lower because I feel bad about that nah, mate. Not really,
0: university's no. not about the grade it's about the experience that's what I
1: say and that's what I've been telling myself <laughs> to not be depressed <laughs> <laughs> ever since I got my results if it makes you feel better good <laughs> by the way I mean, I, we were about to leave it there without having mentioned that the um, the the poll on the Dad's Net group did say it went with you and it did say yeah pour it while it's still in the box yeah. and that's uh you know it, but if they'd had that poll on a kids group maybe it would have been different right
3: yeah pour it on the floor eat it from there Yeah. mash the yeah.
1: weetabix into the living room carpet <laughs> to piss dad off like all of
0: that stuff yeah that stuff <laughs>
1: yeah well you know that's a that's a maybe a de-stress thing for kids isn't it what i like to do is just really drive things into a carpet It's if we mix though isn't hard enough to get off a bowl which you eat it out of
0: jackson insists on stuffing it into the lounge carpet and right. it's
3: horrendous. no once that dries that's it that's, yeah we've got yeah. like it's plastered over our kitchen sides you know, just where the kids have (laughs) flicked it and you haven't noticed it for a couple of days. And then by the time you get to it, you're there with a hammer
1: and chisel and it's still not coming off. It's
0: prayed for cement. It's It's like no
1: (laughs) Dread to think what they put into it. I mean, maybe we'll find that out next week in the (laughs) foodstuff Origin Stories (laughs) podcast that we appear to be part of now. The Uh, cement is is why it fills you up for so long. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. It just can't work its way through the system. This... This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. thank you very much for listening uh, we will be back next week and uh, I've been Jim thank you very much to Sparky thanks boys thank you to Jack cheers guys and thank you for Brad for you know being here in spirit if not in controversial reality um, <laughs> make sure you tell someone about this podcast share it with your friends we just want to get the word out to as many people as possible leave us a review five star rating and all that stuff and uh, make sure you're listening wherever you get your podcasts next week Because we'll have another episode then. Thank you very much.
2: Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.